Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Be a man. Experience! Are you with me? Be a man? Yeah. <laughs> you ready to preach? Preacher? Yep. Who do we trust? Somebody that doesn't drink. What's your favorite kind of broad? Drunk ones, of course. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's not a world of men. I want you to be a man. You could just be a man in this one moment. I gotta be a man. Be a man. It's be a man time. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Am I supposed to be a man? Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. You can act like a man. Be a man. When you were a kid, right? Did your old man drink booze in the house? He said, uh, my parents weren't drinkers. They, they drink uh, wine. Oh, okay. My, my old man drink wine. My mother maybe has some Baileys. Um, my old man drank whiskey, yeah. and whiskey was not his friend. No. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when he had whiskey, he turned into the Tasmanian devil, or my mother would call him, that bow-legged you bangy. <laughs> How many mothers, I, I bet you in this whole world, Forever. No mother has ever referred to the husband slash father as you wait till that bow leg you bangy gets home. <laughs> Your mother ever say that? <laughs> no, she just used to call him him. Him. Right. <laughs> Your, fa- Your father. Oh, and they would drink highballs. You know, Seagram's Canadian Club. Yeah. There wasn't too much beer around. Thanks, drank- Tom Collins. Collins yeah, for the I mean, ladies. I mean, we all- I always drank when I was younger, though. Like, I can... As long as I can remember, I was always having a little wine. Oh, yeah. They always give you a taste. Yeah, back then, the, the father and the mother, they would let the kid taste the whiskey. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Even to this day, as I was thinking, it tastes like shit to me. I'll drink it. It ain't chocolate milk. Yeah. It ain't <laughs> fucking uh, like a parfait. You know, I'll drink it, but I can't honestly say I enjoy the taste so you gotta much. Put it on I know the, that's not you got to put it on the rocks. Yeah, I drink for one reason. Let's be honest. I drink to get fucked up. How about you? (laughs) I'm not not doing it for fun. I want to get fucked up for sure. I mean, seriously, if I'm going to fucking drink something, how about a Coke or a glass of fucking Bosco or Coco? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, give me a nice, refreshing Yukon Jack. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) That's not going to do it. Having the uh, you know the older people in your family sneaking your beers yeah. and well they yeah. figured it's inevitable. Yeah. Well, I might as well get fucking drunk. Know what it's all about. Deal with it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I had I you know I got half as half as Italian, half as Irish. What? So yeah. So, so, <laughs> oh my god. So you know one one side just slipping me wine, the other side just slipping me beer. Shit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so. What side did you like better? Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think? <laughs> Did you guys ever have the, uh, the, you know, the friend of yours who had the cool parents that were like, you oh, guys yeah, can well, drink if you stay if you stay here and don't go right, anywhere well, and cause listen, a scene. When I was uh, one of my best, still one of my best friends, um, I think I was 11 when I started hanging out with him. You know, they're from England. His parents are from England. So there's no drinking age there. They used to fucking they used to go over to get fucked up when I was like 11 years old. Sit there. We'd be staying. We weren't going anywhere, but we'd be drinking wine or whatever over there and getting fucked up when we were like 11 years old. Yeah. Beer. There you go. Just... <laughs> You know, but it's so it's so different back then. Oh yeah. yeah, they had the liquor cabinet open. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the days. You know, like in a soap opera, they come home from work. There's fucking ice in the, co- the thing. Yeah, <laughs> what do you call that? The ice cube holder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My house, right? There, there was ice cubes. Oh yeah. In case any time in the day you want to break out and have a quick highball, yeah, you reach right in and somehow oh. somebody put ice oh. in there. 
Nice. Uh, I was a, I was a latchkey kid, so my mother would be at work, and I would do happy hours at the house with her liquor stash and her liquor cabinet, and basically just start serving drinks to you know friends and people in the neighborhood that would come in. You know, we had this neighbor. <clears throat> he uh, he was in trouble with the wife. He was holding his two year old son in his arms at this time, for real, rocking the baby, totally shit faced, oh. telling me how his wife is breaking his balls, but he because he was given the five year old beer. Sick. In the midst of this story, he drops the two-year-old right on a marble floor, <laughs> scooped him up, rubbed his head, and he's going to me like this. Cha, motherfucker. The older kid, the five-year-old. He's just breaking my fucking balls. I gave the kid, I gave him two fucking beers. <laughs> how's, how's the kid that got dropped on his head? Uh, not too good. Yeah. But the Ooh. one he was giving the beers to... He goes like this. She's breaking my fucking balls. I gave him two beers, John. Two beers. He goes, dead serious. What fucking kid doesn't like beer? I go, oh, I fucking love it. I, I says, my, my six-year-old, he had a fucking 12-pack this morning. Yeah. 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 Five, five years old, that'd be like you and me drinking a case. Right now. I, and I'll tell you, I mean, the poor kids. Fast forward. There's a possibility that the boost affected them. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the drop know. in the head. Or well, something, man. Something ain't. Something's a little askew, put it that way. Yeah. You can't be pumping beer and booze into your fucking, you know, you got to at least be 10, no? Yeah, at least. At <laughs> well, least I, I get to junior high. We take off sometimes um, up in the, the richer part of town. We hang out with kids. Their parents would be working. We go in there, raid, raid the liquor cabinet. Yeah. We're drinking during the day. <laughs> we get, get a little water and fill up the fucking the booze we took, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. The do liquor cabinet. Yeah. Do you guys remember the first time that you vomited due to over drinking? Yeah, I think I do. I think I was 14. <laughs> I was, I was eight. No, I, was, I think I was like 14. The most violent memory I have of puking is probably not the first time was Somerville High School drinking Southern Comfort. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. seems to be a big one with a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What will you never drink again? Many people will say Southern Comfort. Yeah. Right. Well, once well, you get yeah. sick on something. That's it. I think I got sick in that once. And yeah. I, I don't want, I don't, Jack Daniels too. Gin. Wild Turkey. turkey. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind gin. Don't mind gin? Yeah, I don't mind gin. But that's what I'm saying about booze. Yes, to be a man. A nice to try to be a manly man. Nice, nice try martini. I'll, I'll, yeah, you want to be seen with a manly drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, can't, I again, I have to confess here nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> fucking taste sucks. I'm sorry. I'll drink it. I'll get fucked up. But I can't go, mmm, delish. Yeah. I don't do that. See, I'm I'm starting to get into bourbons a little bit. You know, for years and years, you know, I was just smashing down those Evan Williams, like, <laughs> fake Jack Daniels nips forever. <laughs> and now I'm actually having, like, decent bourbon, you know, on the rocks. It's nice. You're, it's, arist it's you're not an aristocrat now. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there is, a, you know, a huge difference. Yeah. Like, when you're used to drinking something that goes down, like, nails forever, you know, you equate, like, kind of bad memories and bad stuff with it. And every time you drink it. This is true. Yeah. We used to drink, uh, my father bought Cappy's. is a famous liquor chain. Oh, oh, yes. He bought Cappy's brand. <laughs> he said it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I got, uh, I don't know, Dad. I go, same alcohol one. content. I got that one's uh, $60. This one's $5. <laughs> I think it's piss. Cogswell's a vodka. Handle. A handle of Cogswell's <laughs> for like nine ninety nine. You know what you don't see guys doing anymore speaking of drinking, and I think they should bring it back? A nice flask 
You're oh, right, oh, yeah. You're at a picture of this. You're at a business meeting oh. at a lunch boardroom, whatever. You have your suits on. In the middle of a, a presentation, you casually reach in and break open your flask. Oh, right yeah. in front of everybody. They stand there aghast. And you go, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And you offer them some. Take a swig. You put it oh. back. You go, you were saying. What a, what a tone setter Come on. that is as like a, as a personal prop. Like no man should be without one. No, it's, it's fantastic. It, it like you said, it sets the tone in the room so hard. Like, hey, I'm fucking partying right now. <laughs> Who's ready to go? You know, like it's <laughs> there's definitely a statement said by the flask. I mean, I wonder if you, you walk around Boston or whatever, any big city, how many people are carrying flask? Not many anymore, right? But they sell them. Yeah, yeah they still make them flashy. I say we bring back the flask. Yeah. Be a man flask. Let's get a, flask. a. Let's get a flask for the show. Always have a little heart. And, you, and you, another way to set the tone with people is, say you have a meeting or you go somewhere, you want to have hard liquor on your breath. Yes. That really says a lot. Yeah. Especially if it's in the morning. <laughs> and they, and as soon as you leave, the murmuring begins going, okay, that guy was reeking of hard liquor. Isn't that good? <laughs> How about the awkward transition? You know, say you're like a you know twenty year old kid. You've been you know out of out of high school, drinking at parties and stuff, and you're getting ready and you're starting to you know you turn twenty one. That transformation from drinking in a basement to drinking in a bar. What was that like for you, B man? Well, it was eighteen when I was back then. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Teenage right. was eighteen, so uh, which was pretty pretty cool. Uh, went up to college. I mean, I, I went to a community, you know, Bunker Hill Community College. Like I mean, later. Yeah. And um, did a lot of drinking up there. You know, the, it was all, no one lived on campus up there, but we had a lot of, I played ball up there. So I was hanging out with a lot of guys, like Vietnam vets are like in their 30s who were yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> but we're having parties after every practice, going to Sully's in Charlestown across the street, showing up to practice, fucked up out of our brand. Like one time, our coach, we all pulled up, we fucking shit face, he called practice off. We got shit face before practice. Oh, that's so there's a lot of partying there at college, uh, you know. And then of course at home with my buddies, and but then I went up to to uh, live at college, and it was just a whole nother. It was just fucking nuts. Like I told before, we got in a, like the first three days I was there, we fought the lacrosse team, me and two other kids. <laughs> you know, didn't work out too good for us, but we we didn't back down. Liquor, yeah, because we were fucked up. It was me, me and my mouth. Uh, yeah, well. it was over abroad too. <laughs> that I met, that I saw in the dorm, and I was yelling funny, stuff. We were man. talking, and some kid said something. And next thing you know, it was uh, the whole cross team came down after us. The fucking melee. Yeah, it was a melee. I'll never forget this dude in uh, in uh, grammar school. He was the substitute custodian, like the regular guy. You know, the yeah. regular hard drinking janitor. Yeah, chain smoking guy was not there. It was another guy there, and it took many years to figure out what he meant. He was giving me a, a parable, a lesson. He had like three fingers missing, <laughs> and he asked, "Come here, John, sit down." And I forget how it exactly this all started. He goes, and he held up that hand. I went, <gasps> "He goes, the man that did this to me, the man that did this to me, he drank liquor." I swear to God, he said that. <laughs> and then he's going on and on and on. And later, I went, "He is that man." <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was telling me like that he was once that man yeah. who drank right, liquor right, right. and caused that to happen. But I went, are you? I should have said, are, are you that man? <laughs> are you the guy? So, so it, when I was at school, me and some of the punks I hung out with, we fucking broke into all kinds of uh, like little farm stands, fucking <laughs> taking like 40-pound pumpkins or whatever we could steal. <laughs> then we pull over, we see a bunch of cows. 
So we pull over. They're like, let's go cow tipping. And this one oh. kid from this town who was a great track, he was like a state champion track star. It was, he's the one that thought of it. So we, we jumped into the pen with the cows. <laughs> Shit face off on my moonlight. You could see him just stand there. It works. Romantic. You, it, it works. You can push him over. Exactly. Have you ever gone, ever gone cow tipping? I've tipping? never done no. it, no. Fucking I took bet. us two of them, but we were fucking tipping them over. So <laughs> it was like, boom. <laughs> Smack, right? So uh, all Did of a sudden, they make the, the sound like the... Mm. Probably. I, I, the, the sound I remember is them hitting the ground like boom. It was like do, a they, thud. do they get back up or not? Well, one of one was awake. I don't know if it's one we pushed over or one that woke up. He was chasing the track star around in the pen. I climbed out. I was near a fence, so I got the fuck out of there. But it was, it was fucking crazy. This kid, I mean, this kid was nuts anyways. He uh, he could piss over his shoulder. That was his big thing. Oh, wow. And if you're from the town I'm from, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you were good at bars? Like, did you frequent bars? I did you get in fights at bars? Oh, constantly, yeah. All the time. Especially I was a college, big bar man. goer. And um, what we used to do, once we graduated to public and bar drinking as quote-unquote adults, yeah. <laughs> drink like Galliano Stingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the worst possible yeah. concoction. Five liquors in it. Have Ten of them can't find your car, fist fights, sneaking out on not paying. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I worked as a bouncer in, on Revere Beach and on the Linway and stuff, and nice. I frequently frequented these places too. For Pete's sake, used to be called for Pete's sake down um, where the Wendy's is on the Linway. Yeah, it was all kinds of. It would, I was in there once and I wasn't working. Uh, my buddy was a bouncer, but he wasn't working, and. Um, him and this doctor had something going on. I don't know if my buddy banged his wife or something, but they had—they didn't like each other. Him and this doctor, I mean, it was a big brawl that broke out. It went on. There was no cops. It went on for like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> Him and this guy were fucking killing each other. I mean, they, they just, they wouldn't let go. And nice. they would just, when one of them had a little bit of energy, fucking throw a couple of shots and grab his hair, <laughs> a fucking bite him. I don't know. I had no cops. It was, it was a fucked up night. We used to have the set-up place before you'd get out, head out for the town. We used to go to a place in Charlestown on the Somerville line. Joe Sullivan, Irishman there. He was shot like seven it. times. I know that. Parker, Parker yeah. Tavern. Yeah. yeah. He was great, this. man. He, we, we used to get shaken bakes, we'd call him. It was uh, <laughs> like a white Russian. Yeah. So it just got to the point where he'd go, shake and bake. <laughs> two Joe. Two, two shake and bakes. And then he'd, then he'd make one thing on the whole menu. Ham and cheese. That's all it was. You go, I think I'll get um, a ham and cheese. He'd lean in and go, with mustard. <laughs> and I go, oh, yes, Joe, with mustard. <laughs> His filthy chain-smoking hands, uh, touching money, bar, touch the food. Nobody gave a oh shit. Yeah, nobody yeah, gave. We, nobody we, used to go up, we used to go up to EJ's. Remember EJ's up on Route 1? Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was owned by Eddie Johnston, the guy, uh, originally the guy, the goalie for the Bruins. It was Penny a Drink. Like, I, I don't know if Ooh. it was like thurs, Thursday nights. Ooh. It was like Penny a Drink from 7 to 9. So me and my buddies would go up there. We'd fucking do shots of Jack Daniels. They used to give you a, they'd have a stack full of pennies on the tray. It was so fucked up. I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Great brawls in the parking lot. Yes. Fucking all kinds of shit going on. You're driving home. I I drove home down Route 1 so many times. I don't remember. Oh, Route 1. I Once know. I was in there, bro, I thought I was Russ Francis because I had a Patriots shirt on and just have a mustache. <laughs> and all my buddies were like, yeah, it's Russ Francis. She was a Patriots cheerleader. <laughs> so. Did you I, capitalize, I hope? Well, yeah. So <laughs> I guess I drove her. No, I didn't drive her because I was looking for a ride home after. <laughs> Somehow. We're in the pool. Her friend was there in the pool, and you know I was in my underwear. She's taking me by the hand up to a bedroom, 
right? All of a sudden, you know, she lived with her parents. So all of a sudden, the fucking door opens. This fucking bulldog-faced woman with curly hair. Get out of my house. So I run, ran out with my underwear. Me and this other kid that were there had to, like, had to thumb home the wind. Did she get a good look at your doorknob? <laughs> that, I have my, under, that my underwear That curved on. doorknob? Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, there's the bar scene, but then, like, you know, you get a little bit older, and then there's the club scene. Were you guys into it? Yeah. Were you guys pulling bras totally out of dance clubs and and girls stuff? Of course, we're into it. Put yeah. it this way. You know, like, uh, Mo Green. I was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. <laughs> like Mo Green yeah. says about Fredo. <laughs> Don't forget, I came of age in late... Um, <laughs> Mid seventies, onward. A couple so of years I, behind I, you. I, uh, I had a lot of action. Yeah, disco time was free. You know, love, baby, was yeah. going around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never really hung out at, at one bar like you asked about. Uh, but we used to go to different clubs wherever the broads were, and it was dancing. Yeah, you know, I worked. I worked as a bouncer and you know, Saugus and Previa Lynn too. So I used to meet a lot of broads that way. Yeah, but I used to go as far as. Uh, you know, going to different clubs is just to meet girls. Have it's you ever won a woman off of the dance floor? Like, just kind of, like, locked eyes and then Absolutely. started dancing and then fucking ended up fucking yeah. sealing wow. the deal? That's what we should wow. do all the time. Wow. I'll go gossip abroad to dance and you end up having a drink with her and you fucking pick her up that night or I'll take her on a date later or whatever. You know, that's how you meet broads. Fucking. Wow. I will never know that really? kind of that, that didn't You exist. missed it. That never existed right? for you? No, well, That's maybe, how it was done, maybe John, because back I, in the uh, day, right? Maybe Absolutely. because I had no fucking game and I couldn't fucking dance uh-huh. and I had no fucking confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Those I mean, things play you know, into you, it. You, but. You, you, start, you know, you plant the seed early with a couple of broads, dance with them, get them a drink, talk to them, how you doing, be nice. And, and now, though, right? that's all even too much. Now, guys tell me they get right to the point. Remember, they awkwardly sit there and go, I'm going to ask that girl if she wants to dance. Go ahead, go ahead, ask her. And you go up to go, <laughs> would you like to dance? It's so awful. Well, that's different. They don't <laughs> like. It sucks. I won't do that. They don't really play like uh, you know. Th- if you go to a dance club, there's never any like slow songs or no. anything now. Like it's that's, like, that's, that's techno like, and stuff. Right? Oh yeah, it's just all. I was in that. And then like trap music and stuff. So everybody's just always shaking ass. So that's what you do. Do you ever get drunk driving? Arrested for drunk driving? No, I talked my way out of it. Back in the day, they'd go, "How many of you had?" I go, "Officer, I swear to God, I only had seven. <laughs> and I'm going right home. They go, you best run along now. Unbelievable, I, go, I will. Huh? No I swear to change. God, I'm going right home. Oh, I swear they used to, to they, they, if you had booze in the car, they just make you empty it up. Right. Oh, they take it. Believe it or not, a couple of beers can take the edge off while you're driving. Yeah, yeah I mean, couple, you're okay. just in the right zone. Yeah. Too much coffee's no good. Saying you're fucking amped up on coffee, right? And you're looking at your text. What's worse, that or having two beers? Yeah. Yep. I think drinking in public and pissing in public should both be allowed. It's a part of fucking the American DNA. Well, I just got back it's, from New York City and fucking right during the day, some guys pissing against the wall in Times about Square. Defecation. <laughs> you yeah, I saw up, that in uh, Chinatown. What? Once you de- I saw human <laughs> shit a, in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. On, a pa- on a newspaper. Someone just fucking took a shit right there. I love this town. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you know, all the rules of society are breaking down, except when you try to do it. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else can fucking get away with it, but not us. How about the guys that, like, you eventually feel bad for, like, the that become the the deep bar regulars? Like, the guy that's been in that corner stool for fucking 20 years, you know? Who, who self-pity? Yeah. Mr. Self-pity over there? <laughs> yeah, that's No, tough. not me. That's why I like to see something like that. Hey, self Self-pity. <laughs> fucking sitting there. They drown their sorrows, as you they say. fucking jump in front of a train. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> just fucking get it over with. <laughs> they go, look at that guy at the end of the bar. What happened yeah. to him? What's the look at you? He's Kill depressed. Yourself. Why? No one knows. <laughs> 
his wife fucking uh, uh, off herself 30 years it's, ago. It's a miserable existence. Get over it. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, but he's been coming here every day for the past 35 years as soon as work lets out, playing but solitaire that, on his fucking iPad. But, you know, even those places have been reduced. In yeah. the old days, right? And there's still some in certain towns, whatever. A core of old grizzled fuckers, right? Can check into a bar at 9, 10 in the morning, set up their smokes, yeah. fucking TV right there, and get on the way. Little they're, dots. You're yeah. there all day. Yeah. The yep. guy didn't Play say, hey, fucking well, Keno. Yeah, you've had 15 drinks. They don't give a fuck. Of course I have. I've been here for 12 hours. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about happy hours? Know, Do you guys have any crazy happy I, hour I, memories? I, I love one. Well, that that penny a drink thing is pretty fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but down in Florida, they still got them. I was at some. They uh, still do happy winter. hours, yeah. Yeah. You know something? I went to many, many, many happy hours, and I was not happy. <laughs> when I left, I was very unhappy. Fucking I got arrested angry. twice as a result of bad happy hour behavior. Oh yeah. Not once, twice. <laughs> And both times it was cop fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I may have alluded to this once yeah. upon a time. You may have. All happy hour stuff. Well, well you, know what hour. you know what yeah, happens? It's fucking crazy. You get a bunch of people there, and you always get some fucking, some guys are acting like douchebags, you know? There's always, you know, you can't just sit there and have a drink. You get some fucking hot old. You're talking to a girl or something. He comes over, fucking cock blocks you or whatever. I mean, there's always some fucking asshole doing something at those happy it's hours. It's time to do. Used to be. Yeah. Right. But it's like they, they said that it was like, you know, it was supposed to promote new business and stuff. But nine times out of ten, all you got were just the booze bags that were working the fucking circuit. Oh, on Tuesdays, uh, I go to Molly's and I get the $2 oh, shots yeah. at 5 o'clock. On Thursdays, I go to fucking King's Tavern and because best, they got... Terrible. Best happy hour ever, EJ's. Seven to nine. I think it was Thursday nights or whatever. Penny a drink. Oh, best man. in the history of the world. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, they've taken a lot of fun out of drinking and manliness. And yeah. it's all kind of tied together. You know what I mean? Guys are drinking boutique beers, and you walk into a fucking beer shop, and what the fuck? What the fuck's a white claw, by the way? Oh, uh, yeah, what, what is what, that? What is it? It's a vodka-infused seltzer. You know, that's flavored. Suddenly trying to like make these drinks, these alcoholic beverages, so palatable, uh, they almost blend into being something harmless, like white claw or truly. What is this? Yeah, it's truly. Not yeah. in there. It's fucking nine percent alcohol. No what, what is truly? Is that the, like yeah, it's the same thing? Vodka it's, too? Oh yeah, it's nine percent. Yeah, all of it. All I mean, of I, it is. I like going to a brewery, and I always say, "Give me the stout because you get more bang for your buck." It's like oh yeah. Nine, <laughs> The most alcohol, seven eight percent. Give me the stout. With craft beer, we have all these breweries everywhere. Right, I'm and a that's, big, I'm a big brewery guy. I gotta tell yeah. you, that. I like that. I like going to brewery. I like. Fucking, I, don't, I can't talk about it though. So like a guy, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no, and they tell you about the recipe. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who gives Was a it shit? eleven percent IPA with well, we double hops? Yeah, just you, give me a flight with all stout. You know that honey nut flavor? Well, one of the guys discovered it when he put his fucking balls in the vat of beer, and he thought that would give it a nice woody flavor. So that's how we came upon that fucking recipe. I mean, is this what you want to hear? No. But it's like you kind of go into those places, and you see the environment, and you're like, oh, so this is where people are picking up broads now, like at the at the Crusty the Brewery. brewery right. Like It's like that's the place, because it's a non-threatening environment. You know, like a regular bar is hey. more threatening. Like, what What the fuck? <laughs> How about if you go like this to a broad? You go like this. I know the brewmaster. Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. The brewmaster. I actually tried that a couple of times, <laughs> and I did know the brewmaster. Didn't work. Ooh, good opening line, though, right? Yeah. Those brewmasters think they're really fucking hot shits, though, don't they? Like, I, it's, there he is. It's, it's the brewmaster.
Aeromaster. Look at him. Never met one. Thinks he's like the fucking captain of the Norwegian Cruise Line or some shit. Uh, yeah. You yeah. make fucking beer, uh, beer. Probably has a big beard. Those guys, right? Yeah. The fuck out of here. It's but, like it's like being a fucking like the executive chef at Applebee's. Yeah. I got, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, big deal. Fuck off. There's a uh, there's a brewery, there's a brewery right across from my house. It just opened up a couple years ago. It's That's fucking awesome. I just started going into this year. How many times have you got shut off at bars? Several. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Over the years, a lot. Yeah. But back in the old days, though, they were reluctant to uh, shut you off. Yeah, well, I was at college all the time. They'd be like, "Keep an eye on Harmon." Yeah, you know, <laughs> the people to rat. Keep an eye on you know some some of my friends work there, so I get free pitches all night. But you know, some of the fucking at- stuck up assholes that work there. Yeah, just didn't like me. Keep an eye on Harmon. Make sure he doesn't drink too much. The only time I ever got shut off was at. The shittiest of bars, the press box in Beverly. The place was a fucking dive Women with all <laughs> all hardcore fucking booze bags. I probably had about three beers, nowhere near my threshold. And it seemed like the bouncer had a hair across his ass. And he, he was, was like clearly targeted. Yeah, I felt targeted. <laughs> I felt targeted. He was like, You look you look a little drunk, you're slurring your words. I can't let no, you I'm in. Just, I'm just and I'm like, look at these fucking mutants. They're fucking <laughs> fa- they're falling asleep in their fucking chair, they're fucking Stuff in their face with shitty popcorn and missing, uh, you know, and some, I'm the fucking know, some, some bouncers, it goes to their head, you know, they're the bouncer and they get a little authority. Those are the guys you don't want to be cops. True. Life, but you know? nine times out of ten, that's a you know, the You know, it's bag. always good to knock out a bouncer in front of a big line waiting in front of a club. Yeah. Big, burly bouncer. You're not like, that big, but you got a few skills. Throw some uppercuts. You hit him with a fucking jab. You stun him. His fucking knees Boom. buckle. Then you go for the uppercuts. The whole line goes, ooh. <laughs> Set the fucking tone. That's, oh, that's, that's not making an entrance. fucking move. That's an alpha move right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Before you go out with all your buddies and you go out for a night of drinking, there's always the make it or break it moment, the pregame. Did you guys ever get in, into heavy with the pregame? Oh, you, you can't, know, even, yeah. you can't well, report for the game. Be down someone's basement fucking getting hammered at like, you know, two or three in the afternoon. Getting ready <laughs> watching a game on like a Saturday, uh, watching college football, whatever. Yeah, and then going out for think, last call. Yeah, think, yeah, they just go out and Tough. tear it up. Sometimes the pregame is worse than the actual game. Oh uh, yeah. Sometimes I had to <laughs> sit the game out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people didn't make it to the game. Yeah, you don't make it too much early. I always like. I always preferred the pregame so much when it came to the point where it was like, let's go to the game. I was always like, eh, maybe I'll just like see it. Yeah. I'm that way with real games. When I used to last go to games, like my last say football game I went to, I said, <laughs> fuck this. I'm going back to the wagon outside. <laughs> I don't care about the fucking game. Yeah, Sat right. on the car drinking. That's where the booze and all the shit was. Yeah. Right? I mean, of I don't need to see the fucking game in any capacity. Yeah. The pregame and your own game is where it's at. A little yeah. tailgating. Tailgate. Yeah. If you don't drink, all your stories suck. It's the absolute truth. Like, if you don't, there's there's no good stories that come out of, oh, I was dead sober and this fucking thing Never. happened. All the best stories start from drinking. And like Absolutely. all the funnest <laughs> stories and all the best times, you always associate it with drinking, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Guys that don't drink, how about when you go out with a guy that they really they, uh, they don't drink at all, and you notice there's no stories from those nights at all, no. ever. Right? Don't, don't trust them. At least you got a designated driver. Right. Never That's trust true. a man that doesn't drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the. Be a man. Experience. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.